Hey everyone, hey, it's Tom here. Welcome back to Alpha Metallica here for yet another top 10 episode. I'm writing solo at the moment as I do with these things. You may have listened to top 10 riffs before my top 10 Metallica riffs. Today we're doing guitar solos. These are always, you know, fun things to do, especially early on in the show. Maybe help you to see my sort of taste where I come from that influences my opinion on them and you know these are very fun to debate as well because there are so many good solos to go through and it's quite fun to talk about solos in general like I don't know about yourselves maybe I'm just kind of missing the point here but there isn't so much kind of critical analysis of solos I find and I'm not going to say this is going to be a compositional tour de force or anything like that It'll be brief notes on each solo but you know I, I I do like the guitar solo within modern music and I often wonder what do they mean to people who maybe don't play guitar or just don't like them whatever they are kind of just soundscapes aren't they if you're not that interested or whatever but this is for you guys who are so we're going to go through um top 10 solos as I say, this is Alpha Metallica. As you're aware, normally we're going through Metallica's entire discography, A to Z, um, currently on letter B, if you're listening in the future there. Maybe maybe I want another vowel finally. Um, but we're going through those. But alongside that, you know, I have interviews on it, and I do stuff like this, just general Metallica content. And as ever, it's about you guys as well, so please get in touch with me. Please comment below your top 10 solos. I'd love to see. Put them in an order, because I've tried to force mine into some sort of order. It came quite easily, really. I've always kind of had my top three or four that I've always really loved, and, you know, the rest that I admire. But, um, yeah put them in order let me know um what songs they are critique my order <laughs> dispute it you know decry it that, that's all good um metallicapod.gmail.com you can also get in touch with me by email maybe you want to come on the show you want to just talk metallica uh, get in touch with me there we've got a patreon as well uh, patreon.com forward slash metallica pod you can support the show get access to episodes before they come out They're a series we do reviewing classic metallica concerts it's going to be another one coming up soon but we've got a uh, russia 91 on there with dave who i've done all within my hands and bad seed with great guy um great metallica band as well so check that out if you want to listen to that um but yeah subscribe to the show as well leave us a review on itunes all that good stuff but let's get into it this is the uh, top 10 metallica solos okay number 10 number 10 is kirk's solo the only solo on death magnetics opener that was just your life i um I love this song. I have so much love for this song. I've recently kind of rediscovered this song. It has the kind of death magnetic trappings. I'm not going to disagree to people who kind of, you know, don't necessarily um, vibe with this album for certain reasons, be it sound-wise or compositionally. And I, and I get that with this song. There are certain elements that are too long, perhaps, but there's so much of the song that I really, really enjoy. The riff, the idea that James is exploring there, just the way the guitar sounds in the chorus is just this kind of cascading force there. I think, I think yeah, well-constructed thing, really intelligently put together thing. And, you know... You You've got to sort of appreciate context to a certain extent to understand this solo like you know it's one of many of Kirk's kind of like sound spasms um, that he does fretboard wise now um, but this is probably the one that succeeds best in that vein to be honest with you I mean what we have here is a song that is the opener to the album that followed the you know St. Anger which for a lot of people is an albatross I mean we're not going to get look I need to do a St. Anger episode soon I know we talked about it in all within my hands but like us say anger lovers we're a unique breed i think and we need to have i need to have a, a sit down with some haters and i think this would be fun so if you want to come on to that episode as well get in touch with me say anger discussion episode but yeah so in say anger you know no guitar solos was sort of the thing that was preached out there and i remember some interview with kirk maybe like oh six or something when you know definitely that was just like quote unquote new metallic album and kirk was like oh there'll be solos like you know don't worry about this sort of thing we we're aware of that and you know the solo is the lifeblood um of metallica as we're going to explore throughout this list and probably it's fitting that number 10 is the kind of revival um, of him here but I'm not just being nostalgic here I think the solo in that was just your life is a cathartic um, awesome experience really just kind of kicks out 
with that blistering technique that Kirk has, that kind of clarity, that speed high up in the fretboard, you know, those huge bends as well that Kirk loves. If you listen to this solo, very hern on, there are some absolute octave shifters, and they really sound like a screech. They sound like a man with, the, you know, the, the chains off his back. Um, you know, Kirk, just the scrambled distortion, the legato leapfrog. He hops to these kind of huge peaks. It's, you know, Kirk's a little bit of a repetitive player. Let's not deny this. He's a lick bass player to a certain extent. Um, and we see this here, but it's really effective. Um, the solo is really a brutal onslaught and impressive. I, I do love this solo. I love this song. And one of the reasons I love the song is because of Kirk's work on this. You know, it, it's brazen and, you know, really compelling. Um, I think I think this is a great, great solo. Um, and I want to say, obviously, as well, I do sort of, crit- if you listen to the main Alpha Metallica show, I critique Kirk, uh, you know, quite a bit here and there. But, you know, there are moments where I love him and, you know... Um, Obviously, I admire the guy deeply, so you know these are going to be kind of um, tributes to him, maybe to make up for some of the uh, some of the references to attitude and stuff like that. But um, number nine, number nine is the uh, Master of Puppets solo, the the sort of the solo that comes after the middle section. Obviously, the middle section of his song is absolutely incredible, um, and I pick this solo again as kind of an embodiment um, of sort of Noodley Kirk, you know, the sort of the guy who kind of crafts himself out amongst the song and kind of plays, you know, random notes. But there's a there's a kind of ambitiousness to it as well. There's a, there's a wilderness. Um, and I think, it for me, it's the technical bravado here in the Master of Puppets solo. You know, everyone knows kind of mainly, you know, that kind of real, um, sort of on the 13, 12, that's a big sign of a kind of heavy metal solo beginning there. Uh, you know, and it's not something that's captivating narratively. And there's probably, you know, a lot of solos of this era, of this ilk, um, you know, disposable heroes, uh, battery, you know, the, the, these kind of things where, you know, on paper they're kind of boring, but they do work, you know, definitely sonically. Um, this is one of the Mass is one of my favourites from that. It's not like, uh, you know, one of the one of solos that I'm like, you know, dying, dying to see that I, that I think is one of the greatest ever. But, you know, I, 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 I think the solo works as well. And there is... Again, the sounds that Kirk conjures as well, that's your kind of bag, the harmonic ghosts uh, that he's resurrecting there amongst the strings are, you know, they, they work well, especially for a song that's kind of as, you know, demonic um, as Master. Number eight for me is uh, The Unforgiven, the the main solo. I, I like this solo. Um, a lot of love for this solo. People really dig this solo. I get it. For me, it's a little bit too Richie Sambora-esque. Um, which isn't a bad thing. Obviously, Richie Sambora, the Bon Jovi guitar player. Um, guy can write a solo. Born to be my baby. If you know, you know that solo is is a dope Bon Jovi solo. But, you know, th- this is of that ilk to me. You know, it's very all-American guitar hero. Um, it's probably the most outwardly kind of mainstream I've heard Kirk, I think, ever on record, perhaps. Um, and and shout to Bob Rock for achieving this. This is what the song needed. Uh, uh, compositional, like the ordering, the sequence of this song, the kind of softer guitar, um, which which is very pensive and building into just that, you know, that, that huge emotional catwalling, uh, riffy bends that Kirk's kind of hanging off. Um, you know, I, I dig the solo. I do dig the solo. Um, and I, I dig the song as well. I'm not a massive unforgiving guy either. Um, but, you know, I, I give it up, I mean, in terms of its trilogy, but I give it up to this song. Um, you know, I think the drums work excellently. Lars does great work, and the whole thing just sounds gloriously sheeny in a good way. Um, and but my next solo, something that is slightly more um, gritty under the nails, is the uh, the shortest straw solo um, from Injustice for All. Huge fan of this album of Shortest Straw in particular. Um, and again, Kirk's soloing on this thing, um, the whole record really. 
again it's just further down the rabbit hole like you know the black album a lot of people rate highly as i do as my list will show soon and it has done that you know it's kirk's probably best work in terms of where he's going as a storyteller but in terms of just kind of the you know um distillation really i mean metallica reacted so many ways to the accident that befell them that led to injustice for all you know there's so much kind of displaced you know rage and and just anger um, projected and you know you see it in james's riffage and in, in the drums you see it in kirk's playing as well in shorty straw it, it really is uh, a tour de force a twisting journey um smacking percussion behind as well james's guitar no breath um you know totally unhinged here kirk is it's kind of going from uh, you know these kind of mixolydian runs to like double stops in a more traditional descending route here there's a really cool section as well um where the riff's like and then there's like you know silence between but as the silence is kirk is just absolutely you know shedding wood um going mad there um reducing himself to these just notes to carry on aggressively in the face of what is kind of coming on with the song where the song's getting more and more enclosed more claustrophobic he returns to the intro motif again it's yeah, i love the short straw solo um anyway one that knows Mark Rabot, who is like Tom Waits' long confidant on guitar, incredible guitar player in his own right as well, and with his solo band, etc. Um, he did the solo to Way Down in the Hole, you may have heard on The Wire um, Season 2. But yeah, and crazy guitar player. Always reminded me of Mark Rabot, uh, the shortest straw solo. So that's my pick for number seven. Number six is, uh, you know, no surprises with a lot of this list, probably. There's going to be ones that you've got on yours and ones that I've got on mine. And it's probably sad but true, isn't it? Um, number six is sad but true for me. It's the use of space. I think I may have discussed this song before is that when I just talked about the riff. Um, that's what I love about this song, you know, this, the, the open roomness of it and the way that Kirk revs into this as well, kind of coasts the way he introduces the notes, the hanging lift, the rises. I love the switching to the faster section as well, you know. Um, Kirk controls what he's given here very very well builds the excitement um quite compelling and he's just kind of rocking out like you know again it's not uh, the most constructed of things but in terms of where its energy is placed it works really really well the bends at the end reverberate coming into the backing vocals i yeah adore adore this solo always love seeing this song played live um and you know the actual solo itself as well i think really complements what is an excellent excellent piece of music number five is enter sandman I know, yeah, it's, you know, probably their most known solo. It's a brilliant solo. Um, it's brilliant, brilliantly done. Um, you know, this was their kind of big break to the mainstream, really, how important that is, whatever, but they did it well. And one of the reasons is that, you know, the solo worked. It, it kind of, it's squelchy, you know, it's squeaky. It's not too much war omnipresent here. It's got a playfulness to it. And still a kind of, you, you can sing that. Like, I, I have fond memories of, uh, my school in dear old um, Birmingham, UK, uh, we had what was called Guitar Club on Fridays, where basically our uh, science teacher, Mr. Hughes, great, great guy, um, you know, he would bring his guitar in and there'd be amps there. We'd kind of book a music room and we'd just play and we'd just sort of play music. And we played loads of like Finn Lizzy and Rush and Iron Maiden and, you know, Pink Floyd. Yeah, really, really good experience. And there's, there's quite a lot of kids that came. There's some really good players in school, specifically this kid in a year above us. We just, we nicknamed him guitar kid I don't, I don't remember the guy's name but he was a really good guitar player really impressive kid and i remember he played the enter sandman they played Enter Sandman. i was on playing i was just watching and he nailed the solo i remember like he proper like he was spot on and i was really impressed and i remember mr hughes saying like aloud like wow like you know you never hear that solo played well and 
you don't because you know it's kind of easy to mark in a certain sense like i guess stairway to heaven it's like oh fuck that so it's like yeah but you can you play it like do you realize like you know how quite how brilliant this is and i think the end Sam one needs the appreciation and i love the end as well and then the drums kicking in heavy and you know cheeky steal away but yeah enter sandman one that i really really like number four nothing else matters is brief but truly fantastic you know I remember seeing this live on Cunning Stunts and thinking, you know, naively at the time, like, oh, Kirk, he does everything. And then, you know, seeing Hetfield sitting on that stall, doing that solo. Does he Does he kick off the stall? I, can't, I haven't seen it for a while, but he's definitely sitting on a stall, and he's, you know, he's very, oh, that's great, great. And then he kicks into the solo. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, of course Hetfield does this solo. Like, this does feel like him. And obviously he has cropped up other times as well. Um, but it's rustic and raw, um, you know, fitting tribute to a glorious track. Real, you know, intelligent melodic constructs here love that light that long slide that tone is awesome as well um i think i think it's great i love songs like this um and really actually there's there's, yeah there's my sort of there's another song actually that they do this on as well where you know the solo ends it effectively the solo kind of plays it out and i love when songs do that i think i think that's uh you know if it's done well it can be a really excellent way to top it off and james's solo and nothing else matters is uh it's fantastic. Number three for me is Orion. Obviously, there's many solos um, in this song. It's kind of a whole instrumental track there. Incredible song. My actual solo takes place in the final minutes of the song. The stuff after um, Cliff's incredible solo. Um, kind of the Kirk High Ben stuff. The squelch stuff. The, the For me, it's how the song... The song feels like it's collapsing. If you listen to sort of the way the chords are constructed, there's a sense of disintegration. But the solo is kind of these shafts of light in the murk and drag. It, it's so, so good. I, I love all of what Kirk does here. I think the mood that it conjures as well from the more peaceful, um, you know, serene... Uh, like what Kirk was laying down on the bass and then the, the the melodies that were playing above it and then this one just kind of goes out into a whole different direction as we close out and really sets out in a more sort of unsettling but way more powerful um, sort of way and you know I think the backing of this as well as the actual song itself just play together so so well so yeah that is the I guess it's the final solo of Orion before it goes back into the riff Number two is Creeping Death. Um, Creeping Death is actually my favourite song. I think, I, again, I've mentioned this before, but yeah, Creeping Death is my favourite Metallica song, as I'm sure a lot of people is as well. Um, and yeah, the solo is just really a never-ending uh, ride, you know, cascading set of runs that really have energy and movement all over the place. I love how James introduced it. I think he says Kirky Baby in Moscow 91 and, you know, Mr. Hammond and, you know, all these different things he had. And Kirk sort of, rather than go into the kind of, you know, the, the sonic kind of um, crescendos that he likes to do, he goes underground the second movement and kind of has this really you know fast kind of borrowy kind of action there and then one of his signature moves is a melody after you know really just oh man and then the the you know the the legato the mind-boggling section with the epic bends that go that goes into die 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 but yeah the whole thing has just a franticness and you know a kind of a kind of chaos a kind of mayhem that is befitting of the song it has a kind of phrygian egyptian feel as well which is just kind of you know adds to all the formatic cohesiveness of creeping death i i think yeah i think this solo by kirk is um is brilliant my number one solo is may you know maybe this will be a quite a common choice as well it's the end solo of fade to black um one of their best songs ever a gorgeous song um a gorgeous solo as well um again it's 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 kind of it's a classic build sort of you know solo maybe in an unforgiven kind of mold almost it's kind of the final two-ish tracks uh two-ish minutes of the track and it you know 
just just the way it do I could sing it now like you know it just really sets out a journey and builds up and you know kind of ends in that standard Kirk sort of really fast legato sort of playing sort of ending it out with the pull up pull up but the fact that it fades out as well gives it this certain sense of authority you can still hear him going across there and you know when they do it live they definitely add to that but I love love the final final solo to fade to black I think you know Kirk is getting his inner guitar hero on um, in Ride the Lightning the, 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 the kind of jump from Killer all to this is you know incredible i appreciate he was kind of covering a lot of stuff there but you know really really fascinating i think this is a brilliant solo i love the end solo to fade to blank so yeah that is my um that is my top 10 um please submit your top 10 just to go over them again in case you were uh, you were wondering number 10 was that was just your life number nine was master of puppets eight was unforgiven seven was shorty straw six was sad but true five was enter sandman four was nothing else matters three was orion two was creepy death one was fade to black this has been Tom, Alpha Metallica. Thank you so much for listening. Again, as I say, please comment below. Please get in touch with me, metallica.gmail.com. We've got the Patreon. Please subscribe. Please leave us a review on iTunes. Um, let us know who you want to get on the show as well, because obviously we've had uh, Ray Burton on recently, um, James Rolfe. You know, who do you want to get on famous Metallica fans, people associate with the band? Let me know, you know, because I appreciate that um, a lot of you people might be aware of some great guests that I might not, and I really appreciate you reaching out and letting me know. So metallica.gmail.com, comment below. Um, but yeah, thank you guys. It is so great to be able to just do these, um, you know, little conversations. How long has this been? This has been about... Um uh, been about 18 minutes or so right so yeah just doing this little thing putting it out there and if you guys dig it you dig it so yeah thank you so much guys 